welcome. Today on the Love Change Podcast, we're going to talk about something that a client of mine showed up with, which was that he would beat himself up about uh, changing too late. So there was a challenge in his life and he was seeing the opportunities out of that challenge. And as he was looking at those opportunities, he immediately heard a voice in his head say, ah, what a disgrace that you come up with this so late. What have you been doing all this time? Wow. And that kind of thinking even prevented him from stepping into those solutions. I myself know, for instance, when I discover something that makes my life way more comfortable, let's say a great massage place or a great restaurant, I'm like, why did I find out about this now? Why did I not find out about this sooner? Those are things you find, but eventually there are also decisions you make that uh, make your life easier. And whenever I make a decision that makes my life easier, uh, I do hear myself thinking, damn, I've had my head up my ass all these uh, years. Um, how does that affect us? What do we do with that voice? Let's jump into that today with lovely Kay. Welcome everyone to the Love Change podcast or the Amor Muto podcast. Uh, we do this every week because we care for being authentic and showing up uh, all the growing pains when we go through change um, because we find it important to share exactly the parts that we usually like to hide under the carpet and just come out uh, shiny the other way. So uh, welcome. We're going to start the conversation. You are going to start the conversation? We're going to start the conversation. <laughs> Do you have an example of, of uh, you beating yourself up afterwards or beforehand for making some change? Plenty, definitely. I, uh, I kind of, when you announced the topic, was thinking about it, uh, seeing your cousin today. And then he said uh, he was working in the job before and uh, kind of was from the second week, he was super unhappy. But then it took him almost six months to walk out of that place. Yeah. And he was like, what was I doing for those six months? And I thought... Hmm, what was I doing for all those years? <laughs> 12 years. So. Not 12, not necessarily 12, but definitely there were episodes uh, of years in between where I was kind of holding on and it really made me think hmm. how much I was not paying attention of how unhappy I was. Mm -hmm. And I think this was really interesting because he was beating himself up for those six months and I was thinking, wow, okay, it took you a couple of years to realize uh, and also to see that some things I would not have done for such a long period of time again. Tell me more. Yeah, to work in those jobs and the way I felt, like you start and literally week two, maybe week four, you're like, it's not going to work. And then you can decide to push through for X amount of months mm. or years or you just, uh, you're just like honest enough to yourself to be like, you know what? No, thanks. But when you look at the decisions that you postponed, mm -hmm. sometimes it's work related. Sometimes it's a friendship or relationship where you live, whatever. Um, how does that show up for you when you're like afterwards, you're like, oh, I should have done this sooner. Does it motivate you? Does it actually make you less uh, on point, what does it do to you? I think it is a double-sided sword as such. You really got to look at it um, from those two perspectives. Because for me, it also starts, you might rationalize something, but you might not be ready to really change. 
Mm. You know, like if you have, if you sit in option A and you have option B, C, D for different jobs, mm. then it's much easier to move. Mm. But if you just know that you don't want to have option A, absolutely not. Yeah. Then it's sometimes difficult to just go into the gray zone and figure it out from there. Fair enough. You know, so I think this is a bit like the difficulty in that. So for mm. me also, um, like my last job in Germany, I resigned. Um despite not having anything in back Outlook. Exactly. Then they got me back and then I got the new job that I signed up for. So it was much easier. But if you just know you don't want to be where you are, but you don't know where you want to go, then it's really difficult. For and sure. Yeah, not, knowing, might... not knowing where you want to go definitely doesn't create movement because then yeah. you have to be comfortable with stepping in the I don't know. Yeah, you kind of create space if you step into this space of I'm making space for something new. So you create something good, but it's the most difficult one. And mm -hmm. then when it comes to personal development, for me, you can rationalize a change. Like if I look at the things I was reading, posting, writing years ago, I understood so, like in my head, I understood so much in which headspace I want to be, mm -hmm. but I wasn't living it. So that is also a process, like you got to put it in your brain and then it goes into your whole body. But that rationalizing until really embodying it, that can also be a long process. Yeah, I completely agree. Like the, the long processes, some things you know, from the beginning you know, it's not for me. But then, okay, what does that mean? Takes you a while before you act upon it. Mm -hmm or embody it, whatever it is. And then afterwards, are you finding yourself celebrating that it took you so long? Are you finding yourself being critical on yourself that it took you the amount of time you took? Extremely critical, I'm always- And what time. does that critical do to you? Does it make you faster to change next time or like- <laughs> Unfortunately not. Yeah. That's what I'm observing as well. This is exactly what yeah. I was- and I find that sometimes really leaves you in a weird headspace because yeah. you're like, oh my gosh, I have been such a dump ass to like sit in that for such a long time. Yeah. Blunt as that, I really have yeah, those thoughts. that's what he was saying as well. And yeah. That's why I find the topic interesting because the same situation could also create a different internal dialogue because yeah. you could also be like, whoa, look at this big breakthrough. How long did I not know that this was just two decisions away from a new mm. life? Wow, look how nice things are now. I am curious what else is out there. So in that yeah. sense, you use that shift that took you a long time to accelerate how much time it takes you to make the next and the next and the next. So I find it interesting to see because I myself have been able to change this in myself. So initial reaction when I figure out something that took me the longest time to figure out is like, why am I a slowpoke? What is this? Mm -hmm. This grace, like I feel, mm -hmm. I feel disgrace like, is yeah, this grace yeah. is how I feel. Yeah. And I don't want to feel like that. So that motivates me to be like, what else is out there that I'm, beating around the bush or skirting around it that I might have the awareness or what are my blind spots and 
the reason why I've done that is, of course, it makes the time it takes you to go through change less, mm-hmm. you're more in a psych, psych, cyclical, yeah. and yeah. you ex- accept the part that you didn't know and you feel like the dumbass when you figure it out is part of the cycle. Um, mm-hmm. But also just because it results in a way more positive self-image. And with this client, in example, he was actually turning into a freeze because of that. Because this voice that would judge him would already be present beforehand. And um, In what sense beforehand? Yeah, you have an option to make yourself uh, life easier. Why don't you use that option? Yeah, because then I will hear myself saying, you dumbass. What took you so long? Mm. So, so oh, the, that would be the upfront up upfront upfront he would freeze about. So it was he was gridlocked and yeah, uh, trying to work on how to shift free from that. Yeah, and um, I just found it interesting to have that conversation because it also made me aware of how much the inner critic and the overthinker are uh, working in uh, preventing you from taking leaps and steps and and and, and just uh, experimenting because mm-hmm. um, if you look at it as an experiment you don't know what's going to come out of it let's say you decide to take three experiments every month you decide what they are but just out of your comfort zone boom you do it if you make a discovery eureka if not no problem mm-hmm. but this perfectionist and this inner critic and this overthinker really pressing you afterwards like you say also mm-hmm. harsh hard harshly critical mm-hmm. slowing down your momentum actually killing the celebration of a breakthrough yeah you know kind of yeah i agree on the part killing the the celebration of your breakthrough but at the same time like the part i like in it might not feel so nice but to realize where you at today like the example for me to have like I should have walked away from my jobs in the past mm. but I didn't have enough self worth for myself mm. that I was like you know what that's just not for me yeah. so when I see it today there is a certain sadness about it that I didn't walk away for like earlier so, but at the same time I'm like look at yourself you have really grown your mm-hmm. self worth if that would happen again in a different code You'll be there. You'll be there. No. You'll be on your feet and you'll be like, no, no. thanks. No. No. So that part, like the the this the growth I um, that I really celebrate. The okay, dumb ass haven't done it earlier. Is there, but the other one kind of balances the whole package, which I really like because I celebrate the part that is really me in it. Mm. So I find that good. And the other voice, yeah, can work on it for sure. But it's also for me, it's also okay to think like, look at you. How have people been treating you in the past? And you just allow that, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, it's okay to be angry yeah. about certain things because it creates the energy to shift. Yeah. But I find I find it interesting that you also agree with, yeah, you find yourself being critical of yourself mm-hmm. because something, let's say it takes you eight months to climb the Kilimanjaro. Mm-hmm. And then you're up there and you're like, I oh, slow poke to eight months. <laughs> You know, yeah. but you did climb the fucking mountain. Yeah. And and it's interesting to instead of being like, how long did it take me to be like, yeah, actually, what did I accomplish in getting up here 
but did I go through, acknowledge all the little steps that were involved and, yeah. and compound those into more confidence to be like, what's next? What's the next climb? What's the next uh, summit? And um, I kind of like, I don't know, I don't find so much negativity in it. For me, it's also the, the connection to a growth mindset. Mm -hmm. So if I tell myself I'm a slow poke, mm -hmm. I it's motivating. Yeah, for me okay. it really is because I'm also like if I look at my company now, I'm like okay, doing it for a year now could be so much further. So that also makes me accelerate more and makes me. Yeah, one think part of more it is hunger. The hunger, yeah. like okay, how do I go faster? Yeah. But that's a positive frame, and I feel like the the your slow poke is a. It's, it's definitely judging your process, not acknowledging the struggle. Yeah, kind of also kicking my ass. I don't know if I look at myself and I'm like, I don't know, the first, I don't know, X, Y, Z weeks, I didn't have any pictures online. And I'm like, what have, what have you been doing lately? Mm. Like, you know, just put the product on somewhere, take pictures, fine. It doesn't That's need a, to be a perfect photography, but my perfection, mm. my sense of perfection was preventing me from that. Mm. So to say to myself, yeah, slowpoke, uh, perfectionist, yeah. not so great it no. doesn't sound great but at the same time i'm like okay today i just put it somewhere take pictures boom done fighting fire with fire i get what you're saying you know so i think there's like you got to look at both sides so for me the criticism part for myself it's not a bad type of it's not a destructive type of criticism that's good it is that's a pushing positive. one no, it is a pushing good. one. yeah that's good it's might be good connected too. to the pusher no, it's Fair good enough, to acknowledge that you experience it as a constructive form yeah, of Yeah, I think to look at it from that perspective and be like, is it destructive or is it constructive? Yeah. Then it's okay to be like, yeah, you have been a slow poke. Okay, you yeah, have been sitting faster. with okay. your thumb up your nose and you haven't done anything yeah. for two months, whatever, you know? So that's also something that... It's, it's so little compassion in it. That's what I'm trying to yeah, say. Yeah, but... You don't need compassion all the time. I'm not saying I don't need compassion, <laughs> but coming from where I'm coming from, there is not much compassion for myself. Yeah, and, and so that's, that much compassion. That's the question. Like, what accelerates the cycles of change? Is it uh, um, a stick? Is it a carrot? Is it uh, because this kind of feels like a stick? Like chop chop. What is this? Cha cha. It's the softest stick I can have. Okay, like what you shit. said yesterday, you're like, yeah, you're kidding yourself doing so much work again. Yeah. Um, and I, I looked at myself in the mirror in the evening and I was like, you have no idea. This is the softest stick I can take to beat myself. Really, the way I'm yeah, working that, now, that... six o'clock, I was like, ah, I gotta grab my bike, go home, six o'clock. Mm. I was like, wow. So, you know, it's like... I find it difficult about that thing is that you're comparing to a past that I don't think you aspire to recreate, you know? And and the past was created with a stick. Yeah. And that's why I'm like, why does the future also require a stick? Is there not a better tool, like something that gravity pulls you towards and something way more uh, aligned than a stick? Because a stick <laughs> is far from alignment. <laughs> I don't find that stick so negative, to be honest. You like the stick. It's okay, it's people. It's a soft stick. The it's soft, a soft stick, stick is welcome. <laughs> yeah. I, I find it interesting because I've been doing the experiment with myself for a long yeah. time as well. 
and a lot of the reframing that I've done that allows me to step way more often into a flow state is just staying hungry, staying motivated, staying uh, like on point. But when confronted with uh, stagnation or, or, or lack of progress, mm-hmm. to zoom in on all the successes and generate more confidence and, and whatever is required for the current obstacle. That allowed me to jump way faster than I have ever before. That's why I'm like, mm. and that's, yeah, I also am a, a stick person. Like grab a couple of sticks and, and just like blisters on your hands from using the stick, but it leaves you beat up. It leaves you in a, state of mind that is uh, how do I say it? hostile you are a slightly hostile towards yourself and a hostile environment is not uh, an environment where you uh, per se come out the best version of yourself I agree or I understand where you're coming from like I see where you're coming from but doing what I'm doing is not creating a hostile feeling mm-hmm. because what I'm doing is really something that I love. So if I beat myself with a stick because I don't know how X, Y, Z works, mm-hmm. then I'm like, yo, step up your game, K. Mm-hmm. Grab the stick and do it. But it's something that I really love. You know, it's not pushing myself to, not dragging myself into the office to launch another fashion collection that I actually don't give a shit about. So I think that's the difference. And I understand the hostility in that, but that's not what I'm... Like, that's maybe my my push out of the comfort zone and my push to achieve more is the stick. Yeah, maybe not the best motivator, but... I don't find it hostile. In, in lack of something better, it's understandable to reach back to the stick. All I'm yeah. saying is, are there better things out there? You know? Maybe, yeah. But if, I don't know. If I look... Maybe Imagine the day that you discover that you don't need to stick and actually are blazing like fire. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that day. And that day, will you grab the stick to beat yourself up because it took you so long to find it? <laughs> but I don't know. At the same time, if I think about my episode of Cold Showers... Yeah. There was another day where I was like celebrating to take a cold shower. I find that it's... a different thing. It's like this physical <laughs> discomfort. Uh, but it's good. It pushes you. Yeah, but like the, 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 the way you motivate yourself to do that yeah. can be like, do it, you naggy little bitch. Or do it like you did it yesterday, you champion. You know? Ah, okay. That's your part. Okay. I get that. It's a different conversation in your head and one of them is more comfortable or not per se more comfortable. It's cheering yourself on. How do yeah. you like cheer yourself on? Like okay. if you're a coach of a team, you want to be the coach with the stick or you want to mm. be the coach who pushes people through with like a motivational now speech. Now it makes sense. Okay. Yeah. It took a while to get there, but now it makes sense. Okay. Patience, people. It's free <laughs> and scarce. It's free. It's very free. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. You like the stick? You don't really stick? No, I don't like the stick. I'm thinking about it. But also, if I yeah, I, if I think about the coach, the coach is also very, he's strict. He's strict on people to push them. Yeah, you don't mess around. And then you champion people up, you know? Yeah. But yeah. How much championing is happening right now? That's the question. For myself? Yeah. Quite a lot. 
Oh, that's good. That's positive. Also, emotionally, what I'm going through is quite a lot. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's positive. Also, creating a soft space for myself yeah. to allow myself all those emotions. So I think that's also good. Nice. Have the patience for that. Have the time. Create the time for that. So, yeah. I think there is a lot. Super. So no sticks for you anymore? Plenty of sticks. Sometimes you just need to look at the stick. You don't need to grab it. But grab another stick? No, like, <laughs> I think for me, the I've discovered that the drive from a gravitational pull, getting pulled towards something, mm-hmm. is way more successful than the stick pushing you in whatever direction. The stick, mm-hmm. like, the, the joke is like... Uh, I need to uh, give my child an uh, adjusting slap, but I like adjusted them incorrectly, so I needed to adjust them a couple of more times. Yeah. So these pushes, like do this, do that, but actually if you approach it from a pull, like what is the goal, what version of myself am I creating, and just being very uh, fired up about being that version of yourself and championing yourself all the versions that you've gone through. And then if you hit a wall and you're like struggling to be compassionate for yourself and remind yourself how bad you wanted that thing that you wanted mm-hmm. and why you're here in this mess and reminding yourself of how many messes you've been through mm-hmm. and that you do have the power and the perseverance and all the things to move through all those negative voices that you might be experiencing when you're in gridlock is a way nicer experience than Oh, you're feeling bad about what you wear? I don't care. Here's a stick. You're going to keep doing it. It's like a different energy to it, you know? Yeah, I think I'm not in that space. That's why I'm struggling so much to understand it. No, it's like like as much stick as needed to kind of like get myself up. You know, when you're like, when you're in a boxing ring and you're on the floor, then you also need to like collect yourself. But you also like, you feel the pain and you're like, oh, actually, I would like to stay down. Mm. Um, but I also want to. I've compete. been in the boxing thing. Uh, actually, the stick is the person in front of you. So in the boxing <laughs> ring, uh, the, 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 you have to show up for the stick. You know, it's, it's a different thing. And why you do that is because you want to show that you're a harder, faster, smarter, more skilled fighter than the other person so yeah it's like in that sense being between a rock and a hard place like go back go forward it's all difficult well actually i find that that's why i find the coaching example also interesting because if you're truly experiencing competition there's something you need to overcome there is a battle there is a a thing Mm -hmm. um you can fight that fight or dance that dance with a big smile on your face or going through a struggle. Yeah. And I think the, the, the version of you that goes through that whole thing with a big smile on their face is the version that doesn't need a stick to get there. But sometimes the circumstances just don't allow you to go. I agree. I agree. No, I've I'm lived, really I lived a that. lot with stick. And sometimes you lack other resources. Yeah, I mean... My best example right now is really my emotional state, going through what, five weeks of chiropractor sessions, mm-hmm. being like emotionally completely meh everywhere. And then I just like, I wake up and I feel like shit and I cannot just go through it with a smile. 
Because then I also would feel like I'm do not allowing know, the full spectrum. Do you know where you're going? I do, yeah. yeah. I'm going... But you use that stick to do what then in this sense? I use that stick to feel all those emotions. Ah, okay, ah, that's a different You know, thing. and that might hurt. Yeah. But I feel if I would put a smile on my face to go through that, mm, I would not be nah, that's not what I honest. Mean. No, I think you're missing. Like what I'm trying to say is you here in your example are explaining like, hey, I allow myself to feel those things mm -hmm. and I don't force myself to put a, stick, a smile on my face. Mm -hmm. And that's the part that I would say that would be the stick. If you would force okay. yourself to put a smile okay. on your face, Mm -hmm. That's you grabbing a stick, being like, no, none of these feelings. Okay. Act like nothing's happening. Boom, smile, be perfect. You know? Okay. That's the version I would call the stick. And the version that you're not doing that is actually you being like, hey, you can do this. You can feel all these things. Okay. You can move through all those emotions. Then I guess I can live without a stick. There That's what we go. just found out. Big breakthrough, end of the episode. I'm gonna stop on my highest point. I think uh, there's not more to achieve for me today. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you so much. Thank you for liking, sharing, uh, dropping topics at us. We really love uh, to pick up uh, what you picked up from us and uh, what resonated. So thank you so much for that. Love change out. Bye bye.